Hey you guys, I'm Christelle Saudi and this is the Fashion Design Hub where we share stories of amazing women, their self-care journey, and how they design their lives to live a life of purpose. My mission is to help and inspire fellow women to take care of ourselves. A lot of women often find themselves too busy to give themselves a break. Some women don't even realize that they are already tired until they break down one day because of exhaustion. This podcast is here with new episodes every Tuesday to remind everyone to pause and take a break. So join me every Tuesdays to choose this day to choose ourselves. Our guest is a very special one and I'm so excited because this woman is a speaker, a coach, and the founder of The Fulfilled Women. Her personal mission is to inspire women to become unstoppable in achieving their God-given dreams. Let's welcome to the show, Vivian Bigornia. Hi, Vivian. Hello, hello. Hello to all our listeners. Hi, Vivs. Thanks for your time today. And now that we are on the show, can you please give us a little something about yourself? Yes. Yeah, so, um, well... Hello again to all our listeners and hello to you, moms. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to the show. So as she said, as uh, Mommy Christelle said, uh, my name is Vivian and I'm a speaker, I'm a coach and also the founder of The Fulfilled Women. But apart from that, apart from um, speaking and coaching, I'm also a mom. I'm a mom of two kids. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, so my hands are very full. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so thanks for sharing that, Vivian. Or should we call you Viv or Vivian? Yeah, sure. Viv, Viv. Viv, okay, mom. Yeah, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yun tawag sa akin yung high school nakakaloka. <laughs> high school nicknames. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, yeah. We do have a lot of that. Mine was personally kids, which I still use up, up to now. So yeah, so thanks for sharing. I know that you've got your hands full and I'm, I'm really thankful that you were able to join us today. So as you know, the Passion Design Hub's main mission is to, you know, inspire women regarding self-care and how to manage their time and, you know, um, how to like live their life to the fullest. And I'm just so happy that, you know, your personal mission is in line with actually what I'm doing right now. So maybe you can... You can give us like a little uh, background. How's your day like and how do you manage to have time for yourself? Um, yeah, that's a great question. How do I manage to have time for myself? <laughs> Which is a struggle for many moms and many women at that. I mean, especially for moms with little children. As I've said, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. So I have very young kids. And um, I think the key really is to know exactly how you want your day to go. You have to start, you know, I, I love what Stephen Covey said when he said that you have to start with the end in mind. Two years ago, I created a dream book. It's like a vision board in a book version. Parang photo book, ganyan. Yeah. Think of weddings, think of events. They create photo books. But for me, that photo book was a dream book. So I have in there pictures of the things that I want to do in my life. Um, so, so pretty much like a vision board turned into a book. And then there's a page in there that says, 
what my perfect day looks like. Like in the morning, I'll um, I read the Bible, I'll work out, I'll homeschool the kids. And then in the afternoon, I'm going to work. And then after that, playtime and then dinner, wash up, time with my husband. And that was two years ago. I realized recently, um, after the pandemic started in March, that was exactly what's happening in my life right now. Because I, I'm a speaker, so I'm always out. I'm always, I always attend, either attend events, host an event. I'm also a host. I'm also a host or speak at, at an event. So I'm, I'm mostly out. Like every week I have speaking engagements or attending a speaking engagement. And so um, now the, during the pandemic, we were always home and we had that schedule already. We have, um, we have created that structure in our day. And that started because I knew how I wanted my day to look like. And so if you're a mom or even if you're not a mom, listening right now um how do you want your day to look like you've got to get started with that you can't go i don't have time for this i don't have time for this okay you don't have time for that but what do you want your day to look like you start with that and fill that in and make that happen (laughs) yeah well that's a very good advice and i think it's also similar to to the saying that if you plan if you fail to plan, yes. you plan to fail, right? So if you plan your day ahead and you know exactly what you want your day to be like, then it's gonna turn out it's gonna turn out perfectly like you want. Or if something happens, at least you're like prepared somehow. Right. And thanks for sharing that, Vivian. So was there ever a time that your perfect day didn't go well or like when was the time that you realized that you have to do this oh to answer your first question was there ever a time that my day wasn't perfect like every day is not perfect (laughs) we shout at each other my kids fight i don't wash the dishes in the morning or at night and then and then i see the dishes in the morning (laughs) so so not every day is a perfect day but but because I have a goal, I know I have an intention. My intention is to homeschool the kids in the morning. My intention is that after I work in the afternoon, I'm going to play with my kids. Because there's an intention, well, I, I get excited to play with the kids. And then the kids get excited for me to, to finish work because they know that we're going to play. Um, there are days when I have like, Two days ago, I had to extend. I have to finish at four, but I had to extend at around five because I was finishing something and was having trouble with my Facebook ads. <laughs> so I had to extend work hours until around 5 p.m. Um, we didn't play that afternoon. So it's not, it's not always going to be a perfect day, but because you have an intention, but because you have a goal, you know where you want to go, which is so important. <laughs> very very important i agree so in connection to self-care so you have your, your hands are full the whole day what's your definition of self-care and how do you do it do you do it like in a schedule what time do you prefer is it in the morning in the evening or you know midday um 
my my quiet time would be in the afternoon before I work because that's my time for myself and they know that they they cannot disturb me. So when one of them would be coming to me, another the other one would say, "Hey hey hey, don't go near mommy. She's working. Do not disturb." <laughs> So anything that I need to do or I want to do, I do it at that time during my work hours because that's my quiet time. That's when I read the Bible too because they won't disturb me. And also in the morning um, because they wake up earlier. My kids wake up at 6 o'clock and they don't even go to school. They just want to wake up early. I get up at 8. <laughs> Yeah, kids are like that, you know. It's like their body clock is so in sync. They really get up at the same time every day, right? They have that routine. Even my kid is like that. She wakes up around 7 or 8. So which is why I try to like sleep very late so that I can wake up earlier than her to prepare. <laughs> in, in as much as I want to, if they wake up at 6, if I followed other people's advice to wake up before your kids, I would have to wake up at five, which I do not like. So, <laughs> so I wake up much later so they're not in the room because we're sleeping in the same room. Um, we're co-sleeping until now. Um, so in the morning when I wake up, no one's there because the kids are playing upstairs. And so I have my time to myself. <laughs> so I still get, I still get my quiet time. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing that they already know when and when not to interrupt you. Like you mentioned a while ago, it's your quiet time. You know, they're trained not to interrupt your quiet time. And they're also, when you're still asleep, they don't wake you up as well, right? So how do you do that for your kids? You've got to tell them. <laughs> so I told them when mommy is working. Uh, because the thing is, I'm a speaker. I'm a coach also. So when I'm doing something, when, when I get interrupted, my train of thoughts would, would be interrupted. And it's hard for me to get back in the mojo when I'm, and when I'm working on something, when I'm creating presentations or when I'm doing coaching. I mean, I'm talking to someone. You can't just barge in and say, mom, I need some milk or mom, I need water. Like, go get your water. I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not being a monster mom or a mean mom, but you know, you just have to create boundaries. I feel like it can get so stressful because moms tend to be available, so available that you lose your, you lose yourself, your, um, what's that, your privacy already, which is, I think, important for us to know how to set the boundaries for the kids. Like when I'm doing this, you cannot interrupt me. So you got to tell them. Like in the morning, I tell them, when mom is still sleeping, do not, do not be noisy. You know what? I have like five placard that says, be quiet. Wow. All around the room. <laughs> because they were so noisy, I told them that... Um, so I place that strategically, like in the stairs, in on, on, on the door, anywhere that they would see it, be quiet <laughs> so that they'd remember that I'm still sleeping and they need to be quiet. But they learned after like a week, so I took it out. Okay, mommy, I think we learned already. You can take that out. 
So I did. <laughs> and that's nice. I think that's a very good strategy because we also train them to become independent. Because, right. right? I mean, as young as two or three, I think kids have that ability to be able to, you know, look after themselves. So, yeah, I guess the example that you have mentioned for your kids is just impressive. <laughs> Another strategy that I've done is during the afternoon or in the morning, I give them activities to do. They, example, in the morning, there, there would be worksheets that I'm going to give my daughter so that she can answer while I'm still sleeping. And then in the afternoon, she has some worksheets too. And then I I have their merienda ready, their food. Even everything, everything is ready for them, even the water, so that they wouldn't ask me for water. They wouldn't ask me for bread. They wouldn't ask me for whatever. <laughs> so everything's ready. And then I get their toys. Um, okay, so you play in this area. Just there. <laughs> Yeah, that's so cool. I do have implemented a few things, but of course, um, I don't know. We'll make it happen. I still enjoy it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, kids yeah. are kids, and I think they will. There will be time that they might forget a few things, and that's fine. I think, and then we just have to train them and just remind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like today, actually, during my work time, my my son was on my lap. And my daughter was beside me. She was answering her math. I mean, it was not. She was answering this afternoon. She was beside me. So there are days that, you know, sometimes you have to loosen up. But on days, like, example, I'm, I'm on a tight deadline. I have to finish a presentation or something. I, I need to concentrate. That's the time I'm strict. But like today, I don't have a deadline or not. There's no pressing uh, concern that I have to address. So so I'm loosened up today. I get them to talk to me. I get them food. <laughs> so it's not always a monster mom every day. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned your homeschooling and I think this is a very significant topic and might be good for another podcast or an, another episode. But with homeschooling um, being like the trend these days during the pandemic, what's your advice to other moms? How did you do it? And probably just a follow-up question would be, was it always like this? I mean, the setup, was it always homeschooling or were you employed before, before you became a speaker or a coach? Um. Ever since we got married, my husband has been very vocal about him wanting to homeschool our future children. Wow. Yeah. And I had always been very vocal too that I didn't want to homeschool. (laughs) I never wanted to homeschool. (laughs) Because, you know, I'm a very, um, very ambitious woman uh-huh. that I felt like if I homeschool I will be tied my hands will be tied mm-hmm. at home and I won't be able to do the things that I want to do um, unfortunately when the pandemic came I had no choice <laughs> I, I have a kindergarten she's actually grade one now so uh, I, I practically had no choice but when we got started with homeschooling she, we both loved it we both loved it because we were enjoying. So I guess it's just the 
I think it's something that you really have to pray for. I, I don't, I, I feel like not everyone is for homeschooling. Not all families are for homeschooling. Yeah. You really have to love it for you to enjoy it and to have a successful journey. And I think God changed my heart. <laughs> Forcefully <laughs> changed my heart. But um, I think we just enjoy We just enjoy every day. It's not like you sit down there and study. We do experiments. We bake. We plant. We paint. We we do all sorts of things. And so I think you just have to be creative to be able to enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with you know having fun with what you're doing because that's the only way to go through that process. Yeah, and I think that when you start homeschooling, I, I get to really appreciate it because. I get to know them more. We get to bond and really talk. And we've never been this close. The whole family has never been this close. Every day, I just wake up so thankful for, for the setup that we have right now. Because my husband and I, were always out. Um, usually, our events fall on a Saturday and even Sunday. Because I mentioned I'm also hosting. And events fall on weekends, so we um it's hard it it's hard for both of us. My husband has a production business, so he's a videographer. He he does drones, photographer too, but now because of the pandemic, he doesn't do that anymore. He stays home to do editing. So he has shooters, he has videographers to do the to do the stuff outside, and so he's always home. And our setup has been just so amazing because we have been really close to each other. And I get to appreciate my children more. We got really so close to each other because of the because of the setup right now. Yeah. Would you say that's like a blessing in disguise for 2020? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've never been this happy. <laughs> to be honest, we've never been this happy. Because the, the past the past few years we've been like hustling and hustling and hustling. I feel like this is the first time we've been we've slowed down and really really thought about life. What's important? What is really important? What's really important is is family, is your relationship with God, and without those things. Life would be meaningless. Super agree. Would you say that you know? I I feel for me it's like a reset of of my life this 2020, which is why this it brought me to this uh, you know doing this podcasting and yeah. from based on your story I think it's also the same thing and I think a lot of women can relate to that too. Women who used to like spend hours of you know time in the office or wherever they're working. Has finally gotten that time to be with their family. I mean, more time to be with their family and be closer to them and get to really know them. Yeah. Okay. And so, what message would you give to women who feel that you know they cannot afford the self care routine or whatever time that they have to spend for themselves? You know, um, right before we spoke. When we first spoke uh, last month, was it last month? A few yeah. weeks ago, 
um, I was really having trouble. <laughs> I, I had a mastermind session with some of my friends and shared with them how I feel that motherhood and business, I feel like it's just different worlds that I can't merge. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we talked about was self-care. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So as a mom and even as a businesswoman, if if you are not in, in a good state, what comes out is not something good too. <laughs> and so you have to take care of yourself, your, your mental health, your emotional health. You have to take care of that because what's going to come out of you, your words and your actions, comes from whether you take care of yourself or not. If you are always stressed, if you are always shouting, if you are always um, not in a good mood, maybe, <laughs> maybe what's lacking is self-care. Good. Very good advice. And I hope our listeners are able to get that, guys. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Okay, so that's a testament from, from Vivienne. So, Vivian, for our listeners, where can they find you? Where can they search for you on any social media platforms? Yeah, thank you, Krista, for that. Um, you can find me on Facebook. It's The Fulfilled Women. We post regularly some inspiring quotes that would help you be motivated in, in your day-to-day life. And also, I have another page. It's Madame Fulfilled-Vivian Grace. That's my personal page. And if you're looking for some support, we also have another group. It's called The Fulfilled Women Community. It's a Facebook group of women who, um, who want to encourage each other and to be inspired, be motivated. Hop in there and let's share some, some motivation with each other. That's The Fulfilled Women Community. It's a Facebook group. I hope you can join. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely join. Thank you so much for your time, Vivian. And to those who are listening, you can also look for Vivian Bigornia on crystalsaudi.com. You can simply search for her name and you can listen to the podcast there on that site. All right. So thanks so much, Vivian. And hope to see you physically soon. thank you very much Christelle and thank you to all the listeners I hope you learned something thank you thanks thanks for listening to another episode of the Passion Design Hub follow me on Facebook Instagram and YouTube to receive updates and fresh episodes every Tuesdays don't forget to download your free Passion Design Hub checklist at crystalsaudi.com See you!